Hello, beautiful mamas, and welcome to the Be the Change in Your Marriage podcast, where I help mamas transform their marriages on their own initiative without couples counseling. Marriage is a time honored covenant between two people, an agreement to care for one another for the foreseeable future. It is a beautiful way for two people to live out their days in loyalty, love, and support except when it isn't. Sometimes it hurts more than a Dutch oven landing on your toe. Sometimes it's not what your mama said it would be. Sometimes you need all your strength just to say hello. And sometimes you wonder, who is this stranger that I'm living with? Or even, how did I become a stranger to myself? I've been wonderfully inspired lately by the book Undefended Love by Jet Saris, Ph.D. and Marlena S. Lyons, Ph.D. The authors explain how the personality you're carrying around and displaying to the general public is only a set of defenses you've gradually constructed through your experience of growing up. The way you navigated your childhood and dealt with the needs, pressures, and emotions in yourself and others crafted the set of apparel you wear. Some are sporting a 90-pound suit of armor and others a sleek pair of stretchy pants a la luchador. Any Nacho Libre fans? Anyway, underneath the outfit you've manufactured is your essential self. The word essence is defined as the intrinsic nature or indispensable quality of something that determines its character. I believe, as do the authors, that your essential nature is immortal and divine. I also believe that the more you get in touch with it, the sweeter your marriage will become. Why? Because when you know who you truly are, you don't get triggered by other people's misevaluations of you. You just know they're inaccurate. And when you know who you are, you're more likely to have compassion for your blundering, armor-wearing husband than annoyance or disgust. As the late, great Wayne Dyer put it, quote, as you awaken to your divine nature, you'll begin to appreciate beauty in everything you see, touch, and experience, end quote. So how do you get in touch with it? Many, many ways, but there's one beautiful exercise in particular I want to share from the book. I personally was thrilled with it because I love to consider that the feeling of being in love is not just a passing evolutionary function but a window into how you're meant to experience life as your essential self. Let's choose a moment and peer into it. If you're currently untangling a slinky from the dollar store, pay close attention as I lead you through this. What was your relationship like when you first fell in love? How did you look at one another? How and how often did you touch How excited were you to spend time together? Note, 
You may want out so badly that you revise your history with a dark cast. You want to resist the notion that there was ever anything positive because it would seem to remove your excuse to escape. I've been there. It's the worst. And it could be painful to see the yawning abyss between then and now and how far you've come apart. But try to look at it with fresh eyes. Go back without the information from the present. Pretend you're just as blissfully ignorant as you were then and just sit with that time of life. Look back. Remember what you wore, what you did, how you kissed, and above all, how you felt. Now pick a moment that stands out to you when you felt most treasured and valued. Wordy that I am, I picked the moment when I read a wonderful message from my husband while we were dating in which he described in elegant depth what he loved about my personality. For you, was it when he proposed? When you took that road trip to the beach and you talked all the way there about your dreams and plans? When you sat at Denny's over apple crisp a la mode swapping stories until 3 a.m.? Now get out a notebook and a pen. You're going to want to document this. Trust me, I lost my notes I took and I'm really bummed about it. Close your eyes. Relax. Feel yourself inhabiting every part of your body and sit with the memory as vividly as possible until the feeling of it spreads through your body. Stay with the image and the feeling. Now answer this question. How did you experience yourself in that moment? And this, what words would you use to describe yourself? What are you like? Now, Keep writing down all the words and descriptions and sensations that come to you until someone reading the paper could get a true sense of how you're feeling. Then ask, what else is there? Listen to Leslie's experience from the book. Quote, when Leslie, a client in one of our groups, did this exercise, she chose to examine the first time she fell in love. I felt giddy wanting to be a part of everything and feeling like I really belonged somewhere for the first time in my life. Then Leslie fell silent. We asked her to continue. What else is there? We encouraged her to let the memory overwhelm her, to bring the experience as fully into the present as she was able. After, after several minutes silently recalling the memory, she continued. I felt a passion about life, she said. I felt alive and vital. Life seemed so good and I felt so good. I loved everybody and felt loved by everybody. And I felt clear and solid. Everyone in the room witnessed Leslie take on these qualities of experience almost visibly as though she embodied each one. Afterward, People said they felt moved and more connected with Leslie as she revealed qualities they could recognize as their own, end quote. Through this exercise, Leslie discovered that passion, vitality, and love 
are characteristics of her divine nature and essential self. These are aspects of her that she can access and reclaim by connecting with stillness and the divine and letting go of unhelpful thoughts, fears, and beliefs. Her in love self is her true self. Isn't that so cool? When I lived into the memory of feeling treasured and valued by my husband through his beautiful words of praise, felt all the feels and attempted to describe myself, getting emotional, I had a powerful impression that I'm a vessel of stillness and compassion with a mission to simply hold others in their pain. I'm here to listen and heal others by helping them to feel seen, felt, heard, and understood. Like a hurt receptacle, a hurt bucket. And the cool thing was, I felt overjoyed at that. It feels enough to me to fulfill that function. It's perfectly okay that my nature is not especially animated, vivacious, or persuasive. Even though I'm here podcasting, attempting to teach, my nature and message is that I'm here to receive you and reflect your process. For the next couple of days, I really embodied that true self by being more present and offering others patient attention. Then I forgot about it and got stressed out and grumpy with my family again. But I know it's there, that it's who I am, and that I can access it through activities like prayer, meditation, being in nature, journaling, and sacred reading and pondering. I really hope you'll try this exercise. It could alter the course of your life for the better. The qualities you may discover that characterize your essential self could be one or more of the following. Courage, joy, stillness, wisdom, generosity, loyalty, strength, gratitude, power, vitality. Now, don't just passively assume you have the potential for these qualities somewhere. Feel into that window of being in love and find them there inside. In doing so, you'll expand and sweeten your view of yourself and your understanding of your role in your marriage and the world. And everything you've struggled with will make much more sense. I would absolutely love to hear about your experience with this exercise. Remember, Hurt Bucket here at your service. Message me anytime. You deserve all the love and happiness you can hold. Till next time. Bye.